Hey everybody and welcome to this episode of the Communication Coach podcast. Today we're going to be talking about how to communicate with your family during lockdown. So here in the UK we are entering our second month now of um, this new lockdown and having spoken to clients and friends and family, one of the biggest issues seems to be at the moment is how to communicate with your kids, with your partners and with your self-talk and how to have some sort of routine and structure that will help your own mental well-being as you move forward. So I've got a couple of points to cover off today in this podcast and it will also be on my YouTube channel and I'll be writing about it on my other social media pages as we go through the week. So here are some simple steps, I'm just going to refer to my notes. So we have three simple steps that will help you to communicate with your family and keep those communications open rather than emotional conversations. There'll be logical conversations. Because let's face it, I don't know about you, if you can relate to this, but it's tough at the moment. Everybody's working from home. You've got the challenge of homeschooling. Now, I'm lucky I have a 14-year-old who pretty much cracks on with homeschooling. Uh, crack, crack on means to get on with it. And she doesn't need much support or help from us as parents. However, I know this isn't the case for everybody. Lots of people are trying to homeschool their younger children and their youngest, all of them, whether it's three or four or one or two, and also to do your own working from home at the same time. So how are you able to manage that and not let your emotions get in the way of logical conversations? So this will help you to fathom out a, a new system, a new routine, a better way of doing things. So the first step is create your own spaces. And I've been listening quite a lot to some child psychologists. It's actually um, Child Mental Health Week here in the UK. And they are saying that creating a school space, so even if you haven't got a separate room where they can go and do their work, have a separate area, whether that's just a chair at a table, but make it like you go to this space and this is where you do your schoolwork. And to have that routine structure, so to start the day and end the day, and have an agreement, have like a contract in place with your kids around what time you're going to actually be working from. And if it's finishing at lunchtime, then great, it's finishing at lunchtime. But if it's working all the way through, then it's working all the way through. So how do we do that? How do we set a contract with our kids who probably don't want to do homeschooling and are facing challenges just as we are as the adults in the household? And I think sometimes we forget about that, that the kids are also undergoing these challenges, that they're also having to find a new routine, a new way of being during these lockdown times. So have a chat with your kids. Now, we know from child psychology, and I'm sorry, I can't remember who wrote this, but in child psychology, they've done lots of research on spending quality time with your child. And they reckon that if you do 15 minutes a week with your child, there is a marked improvement in the behavior and what the, the kid is willing to do for you as the adult. And it's, they're more flexible. So if you start your day with 15 minutes of doing something that your child really wants to do, and just talking about what your child really wants to do before you start your school day, and the idea behind this is that they have quality time with you. So they get to do whatever it is that they want. 
you're with them and when you're with them you're properly with them so you're not on your phone you're not doing your work emails on your laptop you're not cleaning and tidying the house all around them just for that 15 minutes before you start the day you stop and you're completely present with them talking about what they want to do once that 15 minutes is over then you start the school day so you have the contract with the, the kid and you just say okay for the next 15 minutes we'll do whatever you want to do this is all about you and then at this time we stop and then we're going to go into our school routine and then at this time we'll have a break and then we'll go back to it and then at this time we'll have lunch and then we'll go back to it so you have that nice set routine um, each day so everybody knows what they're doing there's no big surprise about what's going to happen and this allows the child to have their expectations managed it allows them to have an, a conversation about them by starting the day so it's all about them and what they want to do and then it allows them to progress throughout the day knowing exactly what is going to happen because you may notice that and we do this as adults as well you may notice that when there is a, a something changes it can cause a defensive reaction because it's a fear-induced behavior so your kids are more likely to push back if something changes last minute or perhaps you you're the same when you're dealing with a change you push back because you get a fear-induced response which causes anxiety which then causes an emotional response so that's tip number one tip number two is have your own space so when you do your work that you have you go to a space to sit down and do your work so the bedroom doesn't become the workplace so the living room doesn't become the workplace but you have a specific chair and a specific area where you go and you have set time so you start your day at a set time and you finish your day at a set time what we're finding at the moment is that people especially those living on their own their working day is getting longer because they're not replacing they don't have that like um routine where they would go out of an evening perhaps for a drink with their friends or go out for a meal or get on the train to go home because they're not having that what's happening is their day is just running on and on and on their laptop will move around with them so they'll sit down and watch something on tv and actually what they'll be doing is work at the same time so the increase in hours is about 45 percent i think i read on the last survey of people working longer hours and that will have an impact on your men mental health so like your kids having a space to school have a real defined space that's your work area and you go to work and you have your breaks you have your breaks at lunchtime that you if you've got kids you make your kids lunch during the evening like you would do if they were going to school so you make sandwiches and or whatever it is that you would give them for a packed lunch <coughs> and so you're not then having to do all the cooking and suddenly you're cooking three meals a day rather than just having breakfast and an evening meal together and make those meal times really separate as well so it's like a family time or if you're on your own have it as a separate meal time so you don't eat at your desk so you don't bring all those bad habits from the office into your home working so that's point number two so the first point is school space if you've got kids second point is your own space to work come on to point number three and this is about you and your values and belief system so you will have a set of beliefs something that you believe to be true especially around how things should work at home with the homeschooling and with your own time at the office whatever that belief system is it will show up every day so by that I mean that when you are having conversations with your kids or with your partner or with yourself your belief system will be in the background constantly It'll either chip, be chipping away at you and it will get you to do certain things and it will give emotional conversations when your belief system 
is challenged. So for example, if you have a belief system around that you must work 10 hours a day and you don't work 10 hours a day, and you will give yourself a really hard time for slacking off and you'll make yourself work harder and you'll probably end up pushing yourself all the way through your lunch hour and then working right into the evening. Or if you believe that your children should have a specific type of education and that that's not what they're getting and you're having to homeschool, you will have a belief around that. Or perhaps you think you're rubbish at maths so every time you sit down to do with maths with your kids, you, you feel that you can't do it, you feel some sort of resistance because you've told yourself over however many years that you're rubbish at maths. So note where your belief system shows up because every time it shows up, you will have an emotional conversation around it and you'll get frustrated and you'll find that it doesn't sit comfortably. So that's point number three. And then my last point is creating yourself a routine and a structure. Many of my mentors have said to me when I've said to them, I don't have time to do this. I run four businesses. How can I possibly be doing all the things that go in the background of running businesses? And they have all advised me of one thing, that routine equals results. And what we mean by that is if you have a structure, you get more done. And also if you diarize things, it will get done. If you are not working on your key priority tasks, you'll be working on other people's key priority tasks, which means you'll be doing things for them. It's like um, when an email comes in and you suddenly stop doing everything that you're doing to focus on the email that's just pinged in, excuse me, <coughs> and then you end up doing somebody else's work because you end up replying to that email, which is really about what that other person wants and not what you want to be doing with your day. So schedule everything in, and that includes time out, have fun time with your family. Improve those communications by scheduling time for you and your partner if you're living with somebody, whereby perhaps the kids watch an hour of TV or they're in bed and then it's you two sat without computers, without phones on and you just have some great conversation together. It will cement your relationships and because we're all working at home at the moment, that's just gone out the window and I can really relate to this myself. Is actually thinking about the last time I did that really consciously put everything away and just had some good quality conversations at family time because we know that communication is the basis of all relationships and the breakdown in communication is when the breakdown in the relationship starts to happen. So they're my four tips just to summarize. Number one, create your own space for your kids to do the schooling. Number two is create your own space for your office have a structure and plan in place and also um, check where your beliefs are showing up and how you're having those emotional conversations. Hope those help. Anything else I can do to help, please just PM me or contact me on any of my social media and I look forward to speaking to you soon. Hey everybody, Nikki again. Hope you enjoyed today's podcast and thank you for joining me. You can find me on social media at Nikki Coms Coach at Twitter and The Communication Coach on Facebook and thecommunicationcoach.co.uk. Please like, share and review and I look forward to speaking to you soon.